This podcast contains explicit content. You are listening to Hardly Focused. Let's begin the show by starting it. All right, away we go. Hardly Focused uh, with Jack Gill and Nate Fillers. You can get us at hardlyfocused.com and on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. And we are on Facebook at facebook.com slash hardlyfocusedpodcast. And don't you forget the Hardly Focused website exists. I fucked up this promo. Let me try it again. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> I have it written down in front of me. It's it's if I if I don't have it written down in front of me, I get it perfect. And yeah. if it's written down in front of me, I fuck it up. I love uh, the setup though. It's just like and don't forget um It literally starts with don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The um the thing. Yeah. Don't forget the thing. Uh, don't forget the Spaceberry Comedy Channel on YouTube with Nate Filler. So oh. you can find him at harleyfocus.com slash Nate. I'm sorry I screwed up your promo. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> oh, you you jerk promoting me on your show. Uh, harleyfocus.com slash Nate. And uh, very quickly, if uh, you did not hear the first segment, of the warm-up segment, as I call it, of this podcast, it's probably because you are listening to this segment and only this segment. So very quickly, something that we started a few weeks ago that we found out works very well for this show is now in the past, I started splitting up uh, segments of this podcast to basically let listeners pick and choose what they want to hear. So uh, we record everything as individual segments and we post them on, on our podcast feed. Uh, but then we also post the full episode as well. So you can either listen to a full 90 to two hours, 90 minutes to two hours of us bantering or just individual 20 minute long segments. Snack size. Uh, we redid it a little bit recently where now we have a warm up segment and then a wrap up segment. And you can only hear those two segments if you listen to the full podcast. So if uh, you subscribe to our show, every time we post a new episode, you get the full podcast and then the individual segments that we record as well so if you want to hear uh even more stuff that's not included in those individual segments listen to the full thing yep you can usually tell what the full podcast is because it's the one that has the episode number in the title this is episode 501 for example uh and it's also the longest podcast out of the several that will get posted at any given time so there you go that's how we do things science uh, and then the wrap up, the warm up is just us shooting the breeze. And then the wrap up is getting to potentially anything that we didn't get a chance to get to during this episode of the show. So there you go. Um, quickly, we were talking about COVID during the warm up, and we're talking about how Nate's here because we're both fully vaccinated and it's been two weeks since our last shot. So the, uh, the 5G and the nanobots has officially kicked in. And. I wanted to point out that besides the fact that Massachusetts is 50% vaccinated, there's two things that I, I consider to be signals, at least for around these parts, that the pandemic is finally coming to a close. Is on the Tartar and Rich show, which I listen to daily on, on the sports hub here in Boston. Um, Twitter, man! Uh, Rich Shirtenleap has been broadcasting from his beach house in Nantucket since last March. Uh, he and his family literally fled to Nantucket when the pandemic began because Rich's wife is incredibly high risk for uh, any disease because she has survived leukemia, I believe, twice. So right. uh, they had been on Nantucket. He's been broadcasting from there. And just this last week, he returned. The family returned and he's been in studio. And then, um, I'm hoping it wasn't just like, a, you know, come back for a week just to 
you know, make an appearance. I'm hoping this is, yeah. you know, he's back for good because they're vaccinated and everyone else is vaccinated. So I see that as a, a sign of normalcy returning. And two, Saturday Night Live. Uh, they, I'd say broke the mold, at least for American programming in that, uh, the, you know, the height of the pandemic, you know, they came back right around the time that things in the U.S. were getting bad again remember that happened last around last thanksgiving we had we had a spike that you're currently seeing now in other countries like germany and india and elsewhere and um developing areas of the world and uh snl you know they had a full audience they were doing shows in studio they had not a full i shouldn't say full audience they had an audience they had a live audience it wasn't full capacity it was all first responders at the time uh, but everyone was otherwise they were they were trying to put the show on as best as they could as quote unquote normal as it could be. But obviously they were taking risks and chances and precautions. And the first few episodes of this past season of SNL were very awkward because of that. Uh, and and but, other things. <laughs> yeah, they soldiered. <laughs> they soldiered through it, though. They they made they made their way through the season. Uh, things seem to have uh, gotten better gradually. And then. Yesterday, they had their season finale, and I'm just going to say it right off the bat. This was the best episode of Saturday Night Live that has aired, I'd say, in decades. Holy shit. I am going out on a limb and saying decades. Absolutely years. I don't think I'll get much pushback if I say years. Huh. But I guess I should watch it. <laughs> you should. Yeah, if you, if you just even just watch the clips on YouTube. Oh, really? Yeah. They're letting them do that now they, oh they they, they they pretty much post the whole show on youtube they just cut it up in different segments. oh right 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 i you, i forgot about that you can literally watch every segment and then every music musical performance weekend updates all up there so sweet uh do you watch snl hey admittedly no i when somebody's like this amazing thing happens i'll watch the clip but uh yeah i don't really watch it okay sorry it's fine. I've, I've, there's been several episodes in uh, recent seasons that I've just turned off halfway through because they just weren't good. Yeah. Uh, a couple weeks ago, they had Elon Musk host, and that was very controversial because it's Elon Musk. But yep. uh, also, I mean, it wasn't a bad episode. It wasn't. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just <laughs> muted myself. Uh, it wasn't a bad episode. It just, uh, I mean, it wasn't standout. Now, the one they did last night, the season finale, Anya Taylor-Joy hosted, and Lil Nas X was the uh, musical guest. And they were just, they were firing on all cylinders. I think uh, for some cast members, it's been unconfirmed that Cecily Strong and Pete Davidson are leaving, and Kate McKinnon, who every season, every the end of every season, it's rumored she's going to leave, and then yeah. she shows up next. It's just like Keenan, Keenan Thompson, same thing. People say like, "Oh, it's their last season," and then they show up in the next. I one. can't believe how long he's done it for. He's officially the longest running cast member. That's crazy, because uh, like all that, right? It's so cool, <laughs> and all that. You know, that was you know SNL for kids. And yeah, he 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 went to. I remember watching his first episode. I remember when he started in his very first episode, and it was. Really excited. I didn't know he was going to SNL. I was really excited to see him join the cast. But um, he was made for it. And he's great. He's, he's so good. He, everything he does on SNL is great. He actually broke a couple weeks ago uh, with oh. Keegan Michael Key. 
that wasn't a bad episode with Keegan. That one, that one wasn't bad. Yeah. Uh, but he actually broke during a, a Muppets segment that they were doing, and Keenan never breaks. You have to though for the Muppets, right? For that one, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't help that uh, you know Keegan was there, kind of egging him on. But uh, the last time I remember Keenan breaking was they're doing a, a "What's up with that?" sketch with Samuel L. Jackson, and Sam Jackson swore, and it threw Keenan off, and he's like, "Oh man, that costs money. You can't say that." <laughs> but you could tell him that that one broke him just because, like, you know, someone swore he wasn't expecting it. But yeah, uh, so. Uh, so there was that there was the, the anticipation that several cast members are leaving after last night uh, but uh, again going back to normalcy the sign of the times finally wrapping up for the first time since last March they had a full studio audience everyone was masked up but there was uh, every seat was filled and they, awesome. and they didn't like distance or anything every seat was filled and they confirmed that everyone who was there was fully vaccinated and uh it was like 90, I'd say like 90% close to being pre-pandemic. The the only thing that could have made it better, and I'm not counting masks. I don't care if, I, if people wear masks for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. The band, this, the, the SNL band is still split up and they have like half the band in an adjacent studio and the rest of the band is in, in the main studio. Um once they get the whole band back together, that's the that's official. It. You're you're 100. You're back to you're back to Daniel Craig uh, hosting and promoting a movie that has yet to come out. Yep, because that was the last episode that they did before the the pandemic started. He was there to promote No Time to Die because it was supposed to come out like oh, yeah. late March. It still hasn't come out yet. Oh my god, I forgot about that. It kept getting delayed. I, I will laugh. I will laugh if they bring him back to host again so he can he can try to promote the movie again. That would be great. Because Krasinski, John Krasinski was there. Uh, he was supposed to host after Daniel Craig, I believe. And that episode was canceled because the lockdown started. And then they, they did, like, they finished out the season doing, like, remote shows at home like everyone was doing. And he was there to, I think he was there to promote A Quiet Place Part 2. Yep. And he finally got to host a few weeks ago or a few months or a few weeks ago to promote a quiet place yeah, part two so it, it seems like it a lot of people it back. it's finally coming out yeah. yeah it's coming out next week i might actually go to the theater to see it oh damn this will be my first time in the theater since uh pre-pandemic and the last movie i saw in the theater was sonic the hedgehog wow so uh, last movie i saw was joker okay yeah it was 2019 but that was like late 2019 that was like fall 2019 yeah and I don't go to, I, I honestly, I mean, I was really only going to the movies for the, the Marvel uh, entries. So, uh, and I, and I, I've, I liked the first Quiet Place movie. Yeah, it was good. But um, I, I don't do horror. I don't know about you. I don't, I don't really like it. And a lot of people are like, you love comedy, so you must love horror. And I'm like, I don't know what the connection is there, but. Yeah. What? Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't. I was like, "Thank you." I'm glad that you are agreeing with me. I was like, mm, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> I, what? <laughs> I, I'm sure it will make sense someday. But I was like, uh, "No, I don't really like being stressed out." <laughs> Unless you're talking like comedy horror, like uh, with Jordan Peele, like his his uh, movies, or um, what, what, Idle Hands. Have you yeah, seen that? I have not. Starring Tom DeLonge. 
there's a movie with him? Yeah. Oh I, shit. Idle Hands it's it, it came out in the 90s and it's it's you know in the 90s they had like sort of that uh, craze with uh comedy horror movies like Scary Movie, Scream, uh Idle Hands came out around that time. It's Devin Sawa and I believe Jessica Alba and he's like his hands are literally cursed. And you know uh they they've gone sentient and uh he at one point he cuts his hand off to try to, you know, lift the curse, and then the hand is just now doing its own thing on its own. But Tom DeLong has, like, a five-second bit role in it, playing a drive-thru. Uh, That's awesome. Drive-thru guy, yeah. I gotta see that. But yeah, I usually don't watch. <laughs> but I, I watched Quiet Place. Yeah, it's great. I did. It was, it was cool. It it's, was great. it's a great movie. It's an innovative movie. Yeah. Um, and so, so part two looks great. Emily Blunt, I mean, she's just, she's, she's a smoke show. Yeah, she's a she's a smoke show, but like when you look at her, she just there's there's she just strikes me as one of those people that you have to talk to to realize that she's actually like funny, you know, like you're not going to you're not going to see that like uh, right off the bat. If you just like sit down, you start talking to her, you see like uh, even just like still images. But like when she does interviews, she's hilarious. I have to check that out. I haven't seen much of her except for. I saw a Quiet Place, but right. she wasn't really funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Quiet Place, hilarious movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> deaf people, am I right? Yeah. Um, watch them for interviews with like Jimmy Fallon or like Jonathan Ross, because uh, she's you know once she's one of those people like once she gets going, she's she's really funny. So uh, yeah, I might go to the theater for that. Might go to the theater to see Quiet Place Part Two. That sounds like fun to go to a theater. Is there anything? So I know I know you especially have been, uh, you know, taking it easy with reemerging into the world since the the pandemic. Uh, and it's not it's not just pandemic because the pollen has also been really bad too. Yeah. Before we started this thing, I told them that I've been wearing a mask just for the pollen. It's just unreal. It's awful, dude. It's so yellow out there. I got my. I've been having to get my car washed like every few days. Every time I go out there, and it's just covered in a solid inch of pollen. Like if I don't, if I do not, because I'm not driving every day. Yeah. And if I if I if I go out even just to like if I do a Target run or if I go to the supermarket or something, as long as I'm like getting in my car and driving daily, I'm fine. But if I let my car sit for more than a 24 hour period, it will be a nice shade of piss yellow. Yeah. Because of the pollen. I'm right underneath a tree. That's my parking spot. Awesome. Oh, Jesus. I got the, the trees that I had in front of the, the house all got torn down, thankfully. Yeah, that weirded me out. I was like, I, is this the right place? Because <laughs> I haven't been here in so long. Yeah, but your car won't get carpet bombed now, though. Yeah, it's great. So, I love that. Or If it does, hopefully it will be a little... Uh, less intense as it's previously been. I always told people, don't park in that spot because your car's going to literally, you're going to come out and it's just going to be a shade of white. No matter what color your car is, it will be white. If your car is already white, it will be whiter. It'll be white. Because it'll just be covered in bird shit. Yeah. So hopefully not anymore. But Dude, um, birds are crazy. Like how do they, they, they sometimes, they do that on purpose, right? They have to. I think... They are a lot smarter than we give them credit for. Yeah, like they they aim, they do, and, and they I, know. 
They I, know when you're washing your car. Yeah, I uh, was driving uh, home from uh, getting my allergy shots, and a, a bird got me while I was driving. It just like all over the windshield. And I wasn't even mad. I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> have you ever uh, been out somewhere and have a bird shit on you? Close, but no. Okay. Uh, Mike, Tarara, and I were waiting in line for Nine Inch Nails tickets that we ultimately didn't get. Uh, this is there. It was a couple of years ago. They were touring with Jesus and Mary Chain. They were going to play at the fuck. Where are they going to play? I think like the Orpheum. They're they're playing like a a venue that is too small for both Nine Inch Nails and the Jesus and Mary chain. But in order to get tickets like Trent Reznor uh, doing his, I don't like Ticketmaster shtick. And, uh, you can only buy the tickets in person at the venue. So we were waiting in line. We waited in line for God. I don't know how many hours before we said, fuck it, because I think they sold out eventually. Uh, and we weren't able to get, we ultimately weren't able to get tickets. But we, we were just shooting a shit with some people who were there in the, the line with us. And all of a sudden, a bird just flew by and just had explosive D all over this chick. <laughs> oh. She just got, like, it was like bird bukkake. Oh. oh, it was bad. I felt so bad for her. And, like, it was drizzling out. So you kind of had that advantage. Yeah. But. Not enough. Right. And and uh, people were like bringing over like Dunkin' Donuts napkins and trying to help her out. Boy, I felt bad for her. So that's not winning. <laughs> Everybody's like, "Oh, that's good luck." Fuck that. <laughs> How is that good luck? Uh, you okay? I agree. Some people are like, "Oh, because like uh, maybe it's just a joke." It's like because what are the odds? Right. But or people trying to be positive when they should just shut the fuck up. It's just like how uh, comedy and horror somehow mix. Yeah, I, I'll never, I don't. Learn a lot of things in this episode. I'll figure <laughs> that out at, and I'll come back to that at some point. I'll, I don't understand that. I guess because like you are, you love being, you love laughing. So you love screaming or because like I do, polar I do. opposites. Like, you know. Yeah, I do both of those regularly. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> Well, uh, Saturday Night Live, um, as I mentioned, Anya Taylor-Joy hosted Lil Nas X performed. And because it was the season finale of Saturday Night Live, uh, something that um, Michael Che and Colin Jost, the Weekend Update hosts, do, uh, they do it for cr around Christmas time, but they also do it um, at, at the end of every season is... Joke swap. They write jokes for one another. That sounds fun. It's... I'm going to say dangerous. Okay. <laughs> it's dangerous. It's a, it's a... Because Michael Che is African-American. Colin Jost is a white man. I see. I see what you're talking. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the humor is... Uh, can, it can be a bit... Controversial, if you will. So... Mm -hmm. uh, now... I, I don't have the whole thing here. I instead have the 
the moment that I determined that last night's SNL was officially the best one that I'd watched in years because of these two jokes, Colin Jost delivering two jokes that Michael Che wrote for him. Here we go. Warner Brothers is producing a new movie in which Superman is black. And a black Superman actually makes a lot of sense when you remember that Superman was abandoned by his parents as a baby. <laughs> 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 well, well, I knew you'd like that one, so here's another one. <laughs> Warner Brothers is producing a new movie in which Superman is black. In this version, black Superman's kryptonite is an honest day's work. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh my god, I was hurting last night yeah, at that. That's great. Oh, <laughs> uh, and I, I I really want to know who would get offended at that. It's comedy. Right? I'm just uh yeah. I could go on. We could have a whole show about how I feel about cancel culture and <laughs> and that's uh that's like Michael Che's like whole thing. Uh, he's like, he says it in jest, but he's like, I'm trying to get Colin Jost canceled. Yeah. So he's just the jokes he writes for him. And again, they only do this like once or twice a season, but the jokes that he writes for him are intentionally like incredibly racist. Whoa there jumper. Uh, yeah. Didn't, I forgot there was a dog here. Do you scare you? A little bit. Cause like, I'm, I'm like, I'm not used to animals. It just I, appeared out of nowhere. Just out of nowhere. Where we? He's being he's, good. He was atta- yeah. he's attacking me. Just chilling out. He's yeah, just, he's chill. He's, he was sleeping. Yeah. That's what I love about him is he's he's finally at the age that he's at now because he's almost five years old. He's like, no, I now I I did give him. Uh, they're made for dogs. They're like THC treats or Ooh. like uh, not not THC uh, like hemp. Oh, like the... I call them pot cookies. Oh, okay. <laughs> I literally call them pot cookies. Um, but I gave him one and those are supposed to calm him down. So it's, it's like catnip for dogs basically, but also, um, yeah, he's finally at an age now where he's like tame and, and yeah, you know, like I can do things and he'll just kind of sit and just hang out. Uh, he's not bouncing all over the place. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's so much better. He's a good boy. So much better than having a human child. Oh my God. <laughs> that's just I love it when he does that's just adorable is that on do we have that is it on oh it's yeah it's it's prominently in frame right now oh sweet <laughs> <laughs> on your on your camera yeah so. awesome oh I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna watch yes. <laughs> we're just gonna post this 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 clip and only this clip oh I looked at him so oh now yeah, I have his attention the, I'm gonna post the... that clip and only that clip to our that's YouTube it. channel hardlyfocus.com slash YouTube uh, quickly Lil Nas X was performing last night uh, he is the Old Town Road guy, uh, and then the other songs he performed are it's it's one of those guys that I realized I I didn't realize I'd heard his music before, and then uh, he performed. I'm like, yeah, hey, I know these songs. I didn't realize this was a little Nas X. I don't think I know, I, or I might have that moment later. Right, but right. <laughs> uh, I I couldn't tell you what they were called though. Besides Old Town Road, and the only one I know of his is Old Town Road, and I think that's because. He, there's like a, there's a music video, there's a couple different music videos for it. And one of them is done entirely in Red Dead Redemption 2. Well, that's cool. So, um, so he was performing last night and I think it was during his first performance. 
and um, I don't know if he's the first like openly gay African American performer on on SNL uh, for like to as a musical performer. I'm not. Yeah, I can't think of. Uh, but he definitely what he was doing has never been done on SNL before because there were like male strippers all <laughs> over the stage, and he had like a, a stripper pole, and he uh, Lil Nas X. Uh, got up on the pole and was pole dancing at one point and he was only wearing a uh, set of skin tight leather pants and his pants ripped oh shit right in the crotchal region perfect and he looked right at the camera with a big smile on his face and then just covered his crotch with one hand for the rest of the performance Michael Jackson style awesome Uh, so I have audio here from uh, when he uh, ripped his pants this is uh, what he was singing when this happened uh, some uh, now, you wouldn't think that audio of someone's pants ripping would be worthy of playing back on like a on a podcast or a radio show, but uh, believe it or not, it is. So here we go, Lil Nas X ripping his pants on Saturday Night Live. I thought that I had everybody on my side, but I went and blew it all sky high, and now she won't even spare a passing glance, all just because I. Rip my pants. When Big Larry came around just to put him down, Lil Nas X turned into a clown, <laughs> and no girl ever wants to dance with a fool who went and ripped his pants. I know I shouldn't mope around, I shouldn't curse, but the pain feels so much worse. Cause winding up with no one is a lot less fun than a burn from the sun. Now I learned a lesson I won't soon forget So listen and you won't regret Be true to yourself, don't miss your chance And you won't end up like the fool Who ripped his pants I have heard... uh uh, his some, one of his songs. <laughs> <laughs> I love it that he get here. He's like, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, if he plays it, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm I'm losing my I'm losing my shtick. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I trained in the art of comedy. <laughs> Believe it or not, as not funny as I am, I I, I can smell when a joke is whiffed in the air. <laughs> I'm uh, really happy that I was able to get the... Um, oh, yes, thank you, Cooper. It was still funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll let you two... Uh... <laughs> yeah, if you're not watching, Cooper is... Uh, Cooper's just being adorable. I'm sorry. I love being my dog. dog. I love my dog. Um, I'm really happy that I was able to fit in there the uh, <laughs> Anya Taylor-Joycing Lil Nas X. That worked perfectly. That was great. <laughs> All right, so that was SNL last night. Uh, I argue the best episode they've done in a very, very, very long time. I'm sad that I didn't check it out. I, I you know, this is why though, like, because I get to see the best of. Like when somebody's like, "This is so funny," and then I watch that, and I'm like, "Yeah, that was good." There's a lot of misses because, yeah. like, props to them writing that much stuff in a week in a week it's just 
crazy. And that's with input from the hosts, too, because yeah. the hosts will uh, throw out their own ideas for sketches. But, uh, you know, I think they usually have some, especially like the pre-filmed ones, they, they usually have a lot of those already set and ready to go. Yeah. But, yeah, they the fact that they can do it consistently like that yeah um for so long too but they also take a lot of time off because they're not doing 20 something episodes a season they you know they you know they'll do like two or three weeks of episodes and then they'll take like a week or two off so um but yeah a very good episode and a good way to close out the season so yeah i have respect for them i, I don't i don't not watch because i don't respect it it's just i don't watch anything these days dude <laughs> yeah i'm uh my my television lately has just been oh god a lot of it's on uh hulu uh, i i bought the rocco's modern life series um so i've been watching that and then on hulu i've been uh making my way through er i started watching nypd blue which is actually, uh, I, I really enjoy it. Um, there's a line from the first episode of South Park when Cartman gets an anal probe. That's been a minute. And I, I remember like how crude that episode was. Do you remember the show Arthur? Yeah. Made fun of that? They yeah. referenced it. They, I, they referenced that. They referenced like Beavis and Butthead and a bunch of other like adult cartoons. I did not know that. Yeah. They like they uh they they full blown referenced the anal probe scene, like they redid it like it was it was on Arthur and they like were in uh, designed to South Park characters and they did the whole anal probe scene <laughs> with Arthur <laughs> in all seriousness and just remember this was a show that aired on PBS geared towards second graders. Yeah, how did they do it? I'll have to show you. Okay, I'll have to show you. It's you had so to be funny. there. Yeah, but uh yeah, there's there's a line in uh that first episode of South Park, Ike is on the uh the ufo and uh kyle goes ike do your impersonation of david caruso's career and ike goes it's my turn and he <laughs> jumps out of the ufo and i found out that that's a reference to nypd blue because that was supposed to be like his show and he ended up winning i think like an emmy or uh, like a golden globe or something for it uh, emmy it'd, it'd have to be an emmy um and then the following, that was for the first season. Then the following season, he quit because he was like, I'm, I'm too good for this. And he wanted to be like the star of his own thing. And everything that he did after that point failed miserably. While NYPD Blue went on to do very well without him. So, Isn't that nice, though, when you watch a show and you're like, oh, that's the reference. Like, yep. we're somewhere. Yeah. Fun. But then, uh, thankfully, David Caruso got his footing 10 years later by uh, joining the cast of CSI Miami best known for putting on his sunglasses. I love that. All right. And the puns, too. It's coming, good stuff. Coming up, uh, it is Mental Health Awareness Month, so we are going to talk about that. Stick around. Dissecting the news one tangent at a time. This is Hardly Focused. Hardly Focused presents Hardly Shuffled. Hardly Shuffled. Check out the songs that we are currently listening to. Pastiche. Sonic Boom. Metallica. 
Four Horsemen. Royal Blood, Limbo. Me Without You, Julia. Hear more and follow the Hardly Shuffled playlist on Spotify at hardlyfocused.com slash shuffled. Hardlyfocused.com slash shuffled.